what's up guys it's your girl Bree, and i'm back five episode five um this week i ain't gonna really talk about a lot but um i'm gonna give a lot of wisdom today and talk about how my week is was really last week and how god just really 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 yelled me so let's start off with last monday um, one day I said I was going to get into the my testimony and how I went through an abusive toxic relationship for three years. Um, I guess I'll just give like a little brief background. I went through a relationship. That's it. <laughs> um, it was very, very toxic. Um at first, like, you know, all they say it was all good. It was straight. It was Gucci, like nothing was wrong like everything was cool i'm not even going out the person because some of y'all know who he is why i do that but it was all cool it was straight you know we were good and then the disrespect started to come in um the emotionally abuse the most the yeah emotionally abuse started to come in and then little things after the cheating the talking to other girls the on and off the just doing everything that I know I shouldn't be doing. Um, one thing I can say that I was proud of in the relationship is that um, I did wait to have sex with this person to like I let him wait two years to have sex. Um, that's gonna be a important key part when I do tell my testimony about this whole relationship or whatever. And um, so yeah, we went through that. Um, and everything um and i say like my the last year i started talk, um, when we were talking before i officially like cut him off i had to cut other people off that was attached to him too um i'm gonna get it today as the one episode for one day i'm um, talking about fake friends and um i may talk about it today and basically conforming and um just not conforming i guess settling for friendships and settling for people to be um to be accepted that was my one of my issues that i'm still working on to be accepted so i settled for friendships and i settled for relationships that i knew i should have been a part and i had people in telling me you know hey i don't even think you should be cool with them you deserve better you deserve better friends you deserve a better relationship you know you deserve you just deserve better you deserve more you should be treated like the queen you are you know all that stuff and uh so um right before I broke up with him or we was really on and off I was in a bad mental space um I was in like a yeah I was in a bad mental space so I was depressed I was um doing a lot of things like I was not schoolwork was going fine like I, I I don't I think to me whenever I'm going through something or whenever something happens I always made sure I stay on top of my schoolwork like I don't never let anything interfere with my schoolwork because school is one of my passions and stuff like that and get my education get my degrees one of my passions so I never let that affect my grades you know I always was like oh I'm gonna get my work done regardless if I am going through something I'm gonna get my work done um so I was depressed I was sick um this distress distress affected my um my wealth and health my wealth 
and um being and he felt it to the point where i was in the hospital i was always in the doctor um and if some of you may not know in that year i almost committed suicide um all of that so he took me to a place where i should not be in um i was always we was always arguing we was always fighting it was never a day where it was just oh you know let's be cool let's be you know we can hang out together without arguing and it was never just me arguing with him it was his other friends too who was always arguing and we was all like a family but we are all just discombobulated not you know every every group of friends have their you know flaws and stuff but we were just really discombobulated you could tell that we were not even supposed to be hanging out together there none of us meshed together but it's like we all had certain demons we were fighting by ourselves or certain things toxic things that we were doing with ourselves so it just kind of like you know the um what that was the saying um hurt people hurt people we was hurt people hurt you know hanging around hurt people and we attracted each other so we just kind of was soaking in their hurt you know we were doing anything we could to really just hurt the person so every time we would argue we would try to hit somebody at the lowest point anyway that's besides the point I was settling for friends that I should not have settled for. Um, and then I, um, yeah, I just got to a low point. I started like I'm. I'm not ashamed to say this because this is this is like, um, my me being free from it or whatever. And I'm gonna get into that as well. Um, um, you can you know that you're free from something or you heal from something when you can talk about it and not have any kind of you know feeling like not still having any kind of hard spots about it you don't feel the type of way after you talk about it you talk about it freely you know with not a care in the world you have this i don't care mentality about it well not even saying i don't care mentality but you have this mentality of like okay it happened i made peace with it okay and this is a part of me and if you can't accept that part of me then then oh you know we don't need to be talking so at that point um even though me and him were like on and off and i was going through that I had to go I was finding um other people like to talk to and stuff like that I was having sex with multiple people I knew I shouldn't have been doing that because if y'all y'all know if you um having sex is very powerful I take that as a serious thing and um it's just not on the surface level of being protected by condoms and birth control you got to be protected spiritually as well because even you know just like STDs there are um, sexually transmitted diseases there are spiritually transmitted diseases or demons as well um like you ever you lay down with somebody you have to consider that you are basically swapping spirits it is a spiritual thing is and um today's society people um have made think to that christians think that sex is bad sex is actually good god created everything that god created is good but once it is not celebrating or worshiping god or is not in god's intent that's when it becomes evil so i say that to say when you are having sex with someone i tell people even if you are celibate or abstinent or you don't want to have sex um okay cool but if you're not if you're not celibate or abstinent and you are having sex you have to do it safely not just with birth control and condoms you have to do it you have to practice safe spiritually you can't just go around having sex with everybody you know and me and one of my sisters my friends at work we were talking about it yesterday 
she was saying a lot of people get oh they get purity rings or something like that and they still go back to having sex she was like god didn't tell us that we had to go and do that for ourselves that he didn't say oh you know he said even though the bible says that we're not supposed to have sex before marriage he didn't say oh yeah just get a purity ring and you know they'll sanctify your you know your set your um your sexuality i guess you can say and he didn't say that so it's like um so if you are having sex um like again no condemnation but just watch who, if you are going to engage in those type of activities just watch who you lay down with and watch who you you know if you go if you don't have not to me i don't think people should have multiple partners and that's because of what i went through and me sitting around here just because i was depressed and that was my expressive way to release stress i got drunk i used to drink a lot i would have sex a lot i would have sex with my ex and i had a couple of dudes on the side that i would have sex with or i'd be like hit it and quit it like okay what's up what's we doing ain't no need for me trying to get to know you what's up like what's the next move and i say that because it created a lot of um soul ties or with people who actually really wanted to talk to me but i didn't want to talk to them so um that messed some people up because they're still trying to talk to me and i'm just like i gotta apologize to you because i never want to talk to you in the first place it was never from a place of oh i want to speak talk to you i want to get to know you it was more of the uh, like i hit it or quit it i felt like a dude in that moment and so that was me expressing myself and it got bad like it got it got bad to the point where like i said i want to commit suicide he was in my ear he was just like are you out here you know of course he was shaming me and my friends they were shaming me they were saying you out here just having sex with anybody da, 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 da. like that's crazy like nobody um why would you do that to yourself you know and just you know basically going off saying like why would you have sex with multiple men or why are you having sex with not just not not i'm not even gonna say multiple men because i don't want to be like oh man she's like have sex with 10 dudes no it was maybe like two or three dudes on the side that i was probably messing around with and him and that's still a lot and um so yeah and it got to the point where it really really got bad and i was just like okay i gotta you know something gotta happen so we end up going to this trip in miami and i was just like something just told me people was like i don't think you should go on that trip something's gonna happen something's gonna happen nothing happened but a lot happened um like nothing happened as far as it was the usual us arguing and stuff like that but a lot happened as in god speaking to me even though i was you know running from him and even though i was on my own path doing my own thing he was just like you're gonna start talking to them the next year like just because we went around like december 2018 ish going into 2019 as only in miami and god was just like yeah you gotta start talking to them and um i was like yeah you know what I'm, I'm stop i'm stop talking to them i'm like um you know i'm not you know i can't keep going through this this is too much this is draining me mentally like on the outside i look good on the inside i was dying like to everybody is probably like oh yeah we look good you know she's still around campus she doing whatever she gotta do she doing this she doing that and inside mentally i was dying so i went on the trip we came back and that's when i was starting my pageant i stopped talking to them like i was not really even stopped talking to them i stopped going to their house and i stopped like hanging around them like i would still text them and they would still be like oh yeah you know hey you know and they noticed they they noticed but it was 
more so like oh maybe she's busy because she's in school and i was because i was doing a pageant and at the time i was um i was in the process of um pledging um alpha omega my national service attorney so yeah um <laughs> so yeah it was a lot going on then so i was kind of busy but i'm glad that i kept myself busy so it wouldn't make you know it wouldn't give me temptation to talking to them or talking to him or having sex with him and going to his house and doing certain things you know so it just kept me grounded and I, when i did finally come back around it showed me why i left you know and they were just saying like you know you came over here you asked us to do one thing like i asked him to cook something for me so i could take it back to school that was really it like i just wanted him to do something for me and i was going like i even brought my friend because i just wanted him to know how serious this was you know um i think that day we was arguing and stuff we probably more than likely probably did end up having sex because i was just we was just i haven't seen him in a long time and of course he was trying to you know so he was like you miss me you need to come back over here da, 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 da. and i was like nah we argued i left and i went home um so then time goes by i'm still not talking to them to the point where i just kind of completely was like distancing myself and then you know i popped back around like right in the summertime i say maybe june and that's when I was like really feeling myself. I was in a good little headspace, you know, and um, I was not worried about everything that was going on. I was finally like leaving them alone, like finally getting away from this toxic group of friends and toxic circle. And I got away and uh, the last time I went over there, like it was peace. Like I didn't argue with them. I didn't do anything with them. It was just like a departing type of thing. Like we were cool. We were taking pictures. We know we were sitting there eating, joking, you know, having little jokes and stuff like that. So then I was just like, yeah, okay, this is the last time I'll be over here. And I just knew that I was gonna be my last time being over there. So then um, after that happened, we was we was like we were cool. Like we were straight. Um, like um, I kind of stopped talking to him completely after he went on a trip to new york not saying this is like an effect to add it but this is like the steps of me like getting away from them finally i stopped talking to him and he went to new york i mean he was we was cool he went to new york and he had this he has this ex that lives in new york and she and this is like this is one of his this is his first love so you know people in their first love they always got like a special place for them inside their heart and with him he basically um left me for her at one point in time in our relationship um and of course i took him back because at the time i really didn't know my worth i really didn't know like i deserve better than that and i'm still not saying like i'm still working still a work in progress but it's better than what i used to be i'm not just gonna deal with anything and i will straight up tell you that from the get-go if you're trying to talk to me i'm just telling you now like i ain't taking nothing as soon as you give me the slightest the little bit of toxicity or the little bit of red the red flag that i see i'm just done like you know what i'm saying and so that happened he went up there and then you know they started getting they got back together he was just like yeah i'm gonna marry her da, 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 da. and me and him and his best friend well she's like one of my sisters but we don't talk no more either and they met through me that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day if you know it then you know the hell that i went through um so yeah and so she just i was still cool with her she her and her sister they came and braided my hair or whatever and we were he called and was like y'all with my girl with my boo da, 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 da. i'm just like okay well in june you were trying to have sex with me so it's just those little petty things that i was saying in my head 
But I moved forward and I just basically me and him. I I think I went out to eat. This is how this is how crazy. Like it's never the the most things that cut somebody off. It's the simple things that you just like. You know what? I'm done. And that's when I knew I was just like, yeah, I'm done. So I went and I I basically left. Um, I we was on the phone and he had this like nasty attitude because I told him. I mean, and this was this was this was wrong. I asked God for forgiveness and I knew I shouldn't be talking about people, but it wasn't out of the spite of jealousy or nothing like that. When he asked her, he's like, oh, I'm gonna marry her. Da, 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 da. We was like, oh yeah, she okay? She ain't all that. Like you know, she's. Not kind of later on, I did say she was ugly, but I wasn't saying it like because oh, I can't get with him. Like, if I very much, it was me at that point, it was a if I very much wanted him, I could get him. And at the point in the time, I was already I was focused on somebody else, so I was like, yeah, if I want him, I can get him. Um, yeah, she not that, but I'm not saying that because I want you, but because we our that child has clothes for our life and. He got mad. I mean, you know, I never really to apologize to him because at the point I didn't care. Maybe I still don't. But if I was to see him now, I would. We're going to get to that, though. We're going to get to, you know, the seeing him part. And I was like, well, um, yeah, you know, and we was on the phone. I was like, yeah, you're going to get married to that girl. Y'all have, like, a good life, you know. And I said, can I come to the wedding? He was like, no, nah, if you don't think you think my girlfriend wife is ugly then hell no that's exactly what he said so excuse me for cussing but that's exactly what he said so i was like you know what i'm tired of this it's done and i hung up and i blocked then after that i was still cool with his best friend we were still cool and she was just so happy for me like that i got away but she was toxic and like i said i will get into that on another day that whole friendship and relationship was toxic toxic too and you know, she was like, I'm so happy for you that you finally got away and you started finally focusing on yourself and start talking to other people and knowing that you deserve better than my best friend. And, you know, and she knew that he was detrimental. Like, he knew, she knew that he was toxic for me. And she knew that he was, that we, you know, she seen it. She was, like, seen it firsthand or whatever. So, yeah, and little by little, I started kind of, like, distancing myself away from her. Because it was just fake things that I was seeing. I was like, nah, I don't really think I need to talk to you either. And I think she noticed, but I really didn't say, like, hey, I'm finna stop messing with you. Like, I'm finna stop talking to you. Like, she was trying to come to my graduation. I never said anything. Like, oh, you know, I didn't say I wasn't even going to invite her. And I didn't say I was inviting her. And I didn't, like, say, like, oh, you're not going to get it. You know, I didn't say anything about graduation to her because I didn't want her to come. So... I started slowly distancing myself from them, everything, and I finally just all didn't want to stop talking to them. Um, I'm glad I got away because that was just one part of my life that was just toxic and it put me in a place to where I didn't know who I was. Like, I was losing weight and people was like, oh my God, you're losing weight. And it was because I was so stressed. Um, it took a toll on my health and I just, I don't never, <laughs> never want to be in that spot again. Like. I'll, I'm about to cry thinking about it. I never want to. I don't. I don't want to see myself like that again. I can't. I would never. I can't put myself through that situation again. I can't just allow me to go through that situation again. That was just like so, 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 so toxic. Um, and I bring them up to to say because 
I did something that I know I shouldn't have been doing. I acted out of flesh and not out of spirit. And I st- I'm still, even though I cut them off, him and her, I was still cool with some of their other friends. Like, I didn't have no beef with them. They never did anything to me. But it was a group of us. I remember I said we were all toxic, we were all hurt, and we were all, like, tried to hurt people, and we would hit them at the lowest spot. But it was a couple of them that was still cool, like, you know, that I still, you know, talked to. I still F with them. It was no bad blood. Like, it was like, okay, you got that situation going on. You got beef with them, but it ain't me type thing. So I was still talking. We were cool with them. And so one of them, it was Monday. This is Monday now. This is I'm telling you all this is how my, my week went shaky. I should start back from all the way from Saturday. Or I should start back from how all this whole week just transpired and how, you know. But I'm going to get into it. Um, I'm going to just go start with Monday. Um, so one of his, my ex's brothers or friends that stand with him. I, I was staying with him at one point too. And he was on live. So I jumped on the live and I was like, oh, I'm just finna. Look, you know, because it notified you like, hey, somebody's going live. So I just clicked on it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I heard my ex voice in the background. I was like, okay, yeah, I may need to just go ahead and exit off. But then I heard one of the other dudes that I was cool with on there. And I was like, oh, is that so-and-so? So my ex jumps on the live and was like, I didn't know you still. I'm just going to quote this word for word. Excuse my language. But this is a real show. And if you don't like it, then you can get off. If you're a Christian, if you like that, we shouldn't cuss. I really don't be trying to cuss. But if it slips, it slips. He was like, I know you still had these niggas on your, like, on your Instagram. Now, the people that were watching the Instagram were all females. And how do I know this? It's because the female, all the females were commenting. It's probably, like, three people, and they commented, yeah. So, he was, um, he was like, he was like, I didn't know you was, I didn't know you was a nigga now, da, 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 da. And I'm like, it was only females on this live. And, um, so he was like, move on with your life. Like, we don't care about you. We're happy over here. Why are you still messing with us? And I'm like, how did that get to that point? Like, you know, I don't, didn't want to talk. I didn't say anything to you. I know your voice, so why would I even try to come and talk to you? I know you're there. And I was like, let me get off. Let me get off. But he kept going. He was just was like, I was like, I'm not worried about you. Like, I'm good in my own life. He was just like, oh, Netta. you know, just kept really bickering. And that's one thing when we were together. He would, we would go back and forth arguing until one of us had the last word. And it didn't matter who, but one of us was going to have the last word. And we were, just, we were just going back and forth, back and forth on live. Me, I joined the live. I was in the car with my line brothers. And that started, that even started something. We was on, we was in line. We was, I was on live in the car. We coming back from a good little fellowship with the rest of our brothers. And me, I'm going back and forth with this person on live. And they basically saying, like, oh, you know, you still watch my story. You still do this. You still do that. I know you miss me. I know you do this. You did this. You did that. And I'm the petty side of my flesh. It was like, I have receipts. I have all of this. I have screenshots. I have text messages. I have this, that, and that to show that you're trying to get in contact with me. So let's just not, you know, go out here on the stream and lie. So he was like, no, you, I know you still miss me. So then he called a girl. And I'm just like, bro. You know, but I'm still going because I'm still like, hmm, I'm going to keep arguing with you because y'all just so, you just want to start with me and I'm not going to let you down talk me or I'm not going to let you sit up there and trash talk me or go hard on me for what, no reason. I'm not going to let you disrespect me in front of people on Instagram live that are watching. I'm not going to let you disrespect me. I'm going to stand my ground. So he kept going and he was just like, oh, um, 
yeah, you still want to talk to me. I know you miss me. Da, 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 da. And um, I didn't know that you was a nigga. Um, I wasn't talking about you. I wasn't talking about you. I can talk about anybody. I was talking about anybody else. But since you want to go there, da, 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 da. And then the girl was like, I just want to know what happened. I just want to know what happened. And he was like, oh, I think she's talking to you. And out of my flesh, I said, I don't give a F about her because me and her have some, she has a whole nother issue with me. And it's, I said, it's a stupid reason. So I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to hear her. I don't have nothing to say to her. And she's like, oh, why does she have my name in her mouth? Why does she have my name in her mouth? Why does she have my name in her mouth? I'm like, nobody said your name. I, I don't think I said I was, don't, don't care about you. So, like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk to you. And so we just, we just kept, kept going. And I told them, I ended with this. And I said, get a job then come talk to me yeah that was the wrong thing to say yeah okay i repent it god forgive me yeah um i shouldn't have did it and not put myself in this situation knowing that they still get me riled up like that i knew i shouldn't have did that or i knew i shouldn't have went back to that situation if you know what i'm saying and i knew that i knew that i was supposed to be doing all this stuff i put that on me and i took full responsibility for that like that if i wouldn't join the live none of that would happen so that started it first then maybe like two weeks ago i met this two or three weeks ago around homecoming i met this dude that she was throwing me him start getting to know each other start talking and then we start getting into it and um i did not want that to happen simply fact because um i just i like to wait not saying that nothing's wrong with having if y'all do this not knocking anybody that does have sex on the first date like that's you you know it doesn't make a make a break a difference you know what i'm saying but for me i like to wait because like i said sex is a spiritual thing to me and i don't want to just lay down with anybody and i don't know you and, and this is something that can create bonds this is like you know what i'm saying sex was made was made for worship to god is and people be crazy when i tell them that I'm like yeah sex is worship to god like so if you not committed or you in a cut or not in the covenant together or you're not finna you court not court or you finna be together then what are you what, what you think you worshiping so i don't think about it. gotta get into that next episode on a new episode and i was like okay um you know well that's going on i got that going on i noticed that and even then i told him about the situation he was just like he said some stuff that made me mad or but really made me think like damn i really I really made peace with that part of my past. I said I healed from it. I said I moved on. But if I really moved on, they shouldn't have hurt me like that. They shouldn't have still got me to that point where I get low. Where I can just... Because lately, I've been doing better with arguments. And I am a person that is prideful. That I you can't tell me nothing. And I ain't going to listen. I'm not going to listen to you. You can't tell me nothing. I'm unteachable. And I'm going to get into that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm teachable, but I'm working on it. God's grace. Um, <laughs> I'm working on it. And um, by being unteachable... You'll try to tell me something and you can't tell me nothing because I'd be like, well, I know that already. And you can't tell nobody that think they know something that thinks they you can't tell something to a person that thinks they know everything, and that's me. So, um, I was just like, um, no, I don't miss my like. Why are you talking to me about this? Why are you saying? You know, I was just mad, you know, and that happened, and then I just, you know was all over because i was doing stuff that i didn't have no business doing i was at my lowest point you know arguing with my friends that happened and then other things just spiraling out at work just things that were just making my week shaky and all the mess while i was getting shaky god was sh shaking my week was shaky but god was shaking me 
and it was like a knock on my door like breathe 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 listen to me like that's what he, he just caught like listen to me listen to me listen to me my child so I, I was like I'm done like I'm tired of this like <laughs> I said I can't keep doing this I got arguing with my friends they saying the exact same thing that I'm prideful I get you know I see that I still ain't made pass from these people I still ain't let go they still hurt me to a point where I can if they get me back to my lowest point and and you know still get me to a spot where I'm acting out of flesh and not out of spirit then I need then something I, I was just I was done I was running from God because I thought that my sins and the stuff that I was doing that he was going to look at that and I was like I don't even want to talk to God because God I already know that you know <laughs> I'm not going to go to no I didn't want to go to no church I didn't want to go to nothing because I knew like somebody would call me I'd be like yeah this that and that and that and you've been doing this that and that and that so I didn't want to hear that so I was like oh yeah Alright, God, we cool, but I don't want to talk to you right now because I just knew that the stuff that I was doing was, you know, unpleasing to God. So I went to um, Bible study and I knew I was supposed to go. Like, I knew, like, I was not, I was going to go to the Pinky Promise Bible study, like my sister's, my sisterhood that I'm in. And I knew that, like, I was going to go. I was like, yeah, I'm going. Ain't nothing, nothing going to stop in my way. And it's just like God kind of cleared the path, even though, if, even if, I was gonna try to say I couldn't go. And he cleared the path because my dance got practice, other things was getting canceled and stuff like that. And I was just like, okay, well, I had no choice but to go. So I went and the speaker was talking about um, you know, basically you know, sex and stuff like that. And um I'm trying to think, I'm trying to get the thoughts together because I don't want to be wrong and saying certain things, but she was basically saying a lot about um as christians um it's certain things that we should do and we should not do for a call to be righteous and um if we're struggling with that we need to be helped we need to be fixed we need to get fixed and you know you can't go in the kingdom any kind of way basically and so i was just like damn bro, okay god convict you know like here we go like he convicted me yes i did it yeah i had sex with that boy and i knew i shouldn't have had it so then again i did not want to hear from god like i didn't want to hear from me i didn't want to hear from i didn't hear none of that so my my sister y'all know she be on my show sometimes rachel i said i text her before pink friends like hey i need to come to your room and we need to talk like i'm just i'm just i'm fed up like i'm i'm done i'm like i'm to the point where i'm just like okay this ain't something you know something gonna happen like i'm tired of this i, I just don't know what to do so she was just like okay um we can talk and so then i went to um went to pinky promise and we had a moment where they wanted you to talk to your sister next to you and pray for them and talk about the things that you've been going through and so I was talking to her about everything that I was going through. She talked to me about her stuff that she was going through. So she basically at the end she's like, Bree. I said, Yeah, you know, I'm, like at this point I'm kinda like crying. She said, Bree, and I said, Yeah. She said, Um, you don't believe that God loves you. And I said, No, my mama, I'm like, Yeah, I do. God loves me. Da 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 you know. She was like, You don't believe God loves you because as soon as you do something, she said, this is what the Holy Spirit is telling me. She said, as soon as you do something, you think that God sees that is that's what he's going to talk to you about. That's what he's going to deal with you on. And you think you are your sin, and actually you're not. He said, she was saying that God delights in you. He delights in you greater that, greater that he is in you than he is in the world. 
So, I mean, of course, at this point, I'm blue tears because I'm just like, you know what? You're right. You know, she was like, and I was like, you know, I, I said, I've been, I told her, I've been abandoning my podcast, not doing what I was supposed to do. She was like, you, she was like, you're doing, you were doing the podcast to receive God's love. So you were doing all this stuff. Like she said, to try to be a good person to God. Like you were doing these acts like, okay, I'm going to please this. I'm going to do this for God. I'm going to do this. And and that's not going to get you into heaven in actuality. If you don't know Jesus, you don't know God, you don't have a real relationship with him. He's a black, well, I don't know you. Yeah, you did these good things for me. You went out here and did this. You did this. You did that. But I never knew who you were. I didn't know my child. I didn't know who you were. So that kind of convicted me. And, and she just was like, God, you know, you don't believe that God loves you. And um, she's like, well, you know, later on, she said, just go to my room. We're going to pray. And we're going to, you know, get this together. So I was just like, yeah, cool. Like, all right, we can go. We can go to your room. We can go pray. We can go do all that. We can do that. So we went to her room, whatever, and I promise y'all, we probably, we didn't start, we didn't pray till like four in the morning. And, um, so if, when she started praying for me and stuff like that, it was her and her best friend, they were praying for me. And she said something that <laughs> hit me. And I was just like, okay. She was like, you wait for somebody to pray over you and deliver you at your best. Nah, God said, I gave you the same authority. So use it. You finna deliver yourself out of this. You finna deliver yourself from your past, from all these things that you have been going through. You're finna do your deliverance. And she's like, um, you can't wait on me. You can't wait on my best friend. You finna do this. So in that night, something happened. Like I was got delivered from the, my past. I made peace. I felt free. I let go of everything that I was holding on to as far as um as far as the things that I've been going through in life. And, um, you know, God, I just felt God's love in that moment. I felt God's peace. And I just want somebody to know today that God does love you despite of what you do, despite of the flaws, the sins that you do, despite of the stuff that you can, that you put yourself in or the things that you do. God doesn't see your sin. He delights in you and greater is he that is in you than he is in the world. So he doesn't, he doesn't look at your sin. He doesn't look like, look at you like, oh. That's my daughter that's a drug addict. Oh, that's my daughter that sleeps around with different men. Oh, that's my daughter that does, does adultery. You know, he doesn't look at that. He looks at, oh, that's just my daughter. And when I look at you, when he looks at you, he sees Jesus. So God's like, when I'm looking at you, I'm seeing my son. I'm seeing my daughter. I see the Jesus in you. I don't see the sin that is in you. So at that moment, I just felt God's love. And he just told me. And I basically broke free from everything that I was struggling with. Like, I, like he broke so many stuff off of me. And he was saying I gotta walk into my freedom like you know and that's been a hard problem for my life anyway when people pray with me you gotta walk into your freedom I'm like okay how do I walk into my freedom I'm like oh I'm listening to you mm -hmm, yeah walk into your freedom I didn't know what that meant until that night and I chose to get up and walk in freedom no matter what what these these voices were telling me that where I wasn't enough I would fight back and say I am enough and she was like, Bree, I get to the point where you got to get fed up with the devil. So lately, I've been getting fed up with the devil. I've been getting fed up with the enemy. Anytime he try to come out, I'm like, nah, <laughs> this is it. And this ain't none of this happening. We finna fight. And I'm not And I'm not going to lose. I'm not going down without a fight. You keep coming at me, enemy. It's time. Let's go. You want to go? Let's go. So anytime he would try to come at me with certain thoughts last week or certain thoughts this week, I'd be like, nah, I'm loved by God. I had to literally tell myself, God loves you. 
He delights in you, Bree. He loves you, Bree. He loves you. I have to tell myself that every day. When the enemy tries to come into my ear saying, yeah, you did that. You did this. You did that. And I'm like, okay, but God still loves me. Yes, I know I did it. And yes, I am. I'm not perfect and there's no condemnation. But yes. And also, don't get this. Don't get into the thing where I'm saying like, um, trying to say that like, oh, it's okay to sin and then be forgiven. No. You're supposed to be changing, transform. You're supposed to transform your mind. You're supposed to change every day. Like, it's supposed to be a new, because God resets you every day. So, something's supposed to change in you every day. So, I'm changing, and I'm just like, okay. I'm literally to the point where, you know, she was touching on stuff that I haven't told nobody but her. And, like, how I used to dream. Like, I, I'm a dreamer. And how I would say, like, oh, I think, like, um like spirits were <laughs> spirits were having sex with me and i would have dreams about me having sex with girls and i'd be like waking up like oh i ain't gay i know i ain't gay me having sex with dudes me having sex with people i had i had dreams like that and you know she's like oh those are marine spirits that is an incubus spirit and that spirit is trying to lay with you in your bed she said but you got to get up and fight she said that's not gonna happen that's no like and so I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not finna get fed up with the devil. But like every time I would lay in, I told her, I said, every time I lay in bed, I would think automatically about sex. And I knew it wasn't me. And so I would be, as soon as I get in bed, like now that I get in bed every night and that thought comes up, I'd be like, nah, I bind this spirit in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. This spirit would not come into me. This spirit would not do anything to me. And I would have a peaceful sleep. That's literally. And I play worship music at night because the worship music is setting like an atmosphere. It's setting a guard around me. It's setting like an electric field around me. So that whatever spirit or whatever thing is trying to get inside, it can't because the worship spirit, the worship music is creating a, a guard, a gate around me. So it can't enter. And, and you know, and I also she prayed about fear because I used to be a person that I used to be bold and not fearful. And now I'm just like, mm, I'm kind of scared. Um, I would see certain things or be praying and feel certain things. I'm just like, mm-mm, going to sleep. <laughs> um, God, nah, I ain't slaying no demon tonight. No, I'm going to sleep. I don't want to see all that. I don't want to hear all that. No, I'm not dealing with it. And for the people that's like, okay, she's going crazy. No, like, um, this is... This is not for the weak at heart. This is for the people that are mature and spiritually know that know that spirits are real and that they do lurk in the night and that they do come to kill, steal, and destroy you. And so I used to I was telling her about the fear and we prayed over that. So one night God tried to get me last week. Well, no, God, 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 forgive me. The devil tried to get me like a week ago or well, last weekend and tried to put fear in my heart to where the point I didn't I couldn't fall asleep. It was Thursday, not even last weekend, it was like Thursday. I came home kinda late. I came home back at like around four o'clock. Yeah, I went out to eat with some people. It was like four AM. I was calif calibrating around camping, you know, doing whatever. And when I eat was at IHOP and then I came back and um or whatnot. And I was trying to go to sleep but fear kept popping up. He's like it's gonna come it's gonna come and get you. That's why I kept her gonna come and get you that spirit's gonna come and get you you're scared you're not gonna do nothing da, 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 to the point where i would like go sleep and jump because i was just so scared to go to sleep and then someone's like girl if you don't call that mess out and i would have to keep repeating my mind god did not give me a spirit of fear but a peace on sound mind but the spirit of peace is on mind. i have a sound mind and if you have to keep doing that every day then do it so purpose of my show just talk about the shaky week and how god just really shook me up like he let me free but he also convicted me in the same in the same way um and i went to church yesterday 
and they were talking about getting out your feelings, getting out your emotions, and stop being offended, stop getting off ended and becoming offended. You don't. The pastor would say, "I want to evolve millennials. Y'all should really take them out. They really a good, a good church." It's at night, so you know, so I mean, for the people that go, "Oh, I can't get up in the morning." No, I said night times. Like doors open at six, start at seven. So for the people that say they can't get up in the morning, you can go to church at night. Like it's 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 that it's it's the junk. Like that church is lit, and it's full of a bunch of young people that's on fire for God. Not just it's older people too, but it's a whole a group of young people that's lit for God, on fire for God. And I've noticed one thing about us young people, and you know we in a new generation of Christian, like a new generation with this Christian with this relationship with God's Christianity. Our generation. We're going to sit there until we hear from God. We're going to sit there and worship. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep running after God until we can't run no more, until we spiritually drained. And if you ain't never been spiritually tired, then you ain't experienced church yet. To the point where I'm talking about your voice gone and you literally just drained. But it's a good draining. It's a good thing. It's like a good good feeling. It's like, dang, whew, I'm drained, but I know God will supply. He will replenish me. And well, not even spiritually drained. You're physically drained. Like your flesh is drained, but your spirit, man, is on fire. But you physically, you're drained. Your your flesh is drained, and it's because like you, your spirit, man, is just on go. You've been you fed your spirit. Your spirit, man, is like okay. Now you know, I'm on the rise. Let's go. Like what's up? We can conquer this. We can go. And. You know, and that's what I like about our young people. We're gonna, we're, we're a different generation. We're different from our parents. We don't listen to the same music, the same hymns, the same choir music. We're gonna listen to some Bethel and some, you know, <laughs> you know, and we're gonna, you know, we're all about worshiping. You know, we still gonna, we gonna speak in tongues, we gonna follow out all that good stuff. But we're more about worshiping, and we're not going nowhere till we really, we're here, we hear from Jesus till heaven touched down on earth. We're not going nowhere till that happens, and when we to commune with God, and we're not gonna stop until we get what we came for. And you know, and that's what I like about the church. And he, the pastor is Pastor Mike, and he was talking about some real stuff yesterday. And he was basically talking about um, it was a part two, and I feel like I needed to be there because they were talking about me. And y'all, um, I ended up rededicating my life to Christ. Clap, clap. Um, I'll talk about that because this time I'm serious and I ain't playing no games. So, um, he was like, oh, um, he was talking about you got to get out your feelings. He said, a lot of y'all um, become offended when somebody says something to you, but you can't become offended unless you have offense. And I was like, dang. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> And then he he tagged he got into that and went on to an overview or whatever. But he tagged his message when um when your haters hate or something like that. I can't God forgive me like or help me Holy Spirit. And he basically was talking about you know having envy for other people. And lately that's what I've been having. If I want to be real and be honest, I've been having jealousy for other people. And I'm usually not that type of person. Like I'm usually the person that will congratulate you because I know if I'm a pray. If I praise God when you get your car, if I praise God when you get that promotion on your drive, if I praise God when you get that house, I know that He gonna do the same thing for me. So that was that was that's that's my mindset. And lately, I just been a little envious. I'm just like, okay, well that ain't happened to me. And God was just like, and He was just saying, y'all sometimes y'all gotta be grateful for what you do have, and you gotta praise with your friend. You gotta praise with your sister or brother in Christ. You gotta praise with that person because you next. And your praise is going to break some stuff off, break through some stuff. I would be like, I, you know, I used to be that person when my friend get a car. My 
friend get a job, I'm like, oh, shoot, you got a job. Like, I'm like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, that you finally got something. I'm praising God with you because I'm next. I'm next. And if you can praise God through your friend through their blessings, just wait until you actually get your blessings and watch what happens. So, okay, I, I have been a little jealous about a lot of things. And I've been getting, getting offended lately. And the spirit of pride has taken over. And there is one demon that we all deal with. There is one vice that we all deal with. Pride. Um, whether it is in a relationship where both of y'all are stubborn and prideful, well, I ain't gonna text nobody. But I ain't got the time. I ain't got to text nobody. You wanna reach out to me? You reach out to me. Or whether it's me, my situation, you can't tell me anything because I think I know everything. I think I got everything handled out. So I sat down. I was in church and I was thinking. Um, and I was speaking to God. And God was like, Yeah, that's you. Uh huh. Repent. Mm-hmm. I still love you. I still love you, <laughs> but repent. <laughs> like you, yeah, that, yeah. And he's like, I need you to repent because that been, that's been you lately. And people have been trying to tell you that, but you can't listen because you are unteachable. And um, you know, and I was just like, okay. And nothing. Conviction is not bad. Conviction is a good thing because it's godly conviction. And are you would rather have godly conviction than worldly conviction? Because godly conviction, it gives you into a heart, it moves you into a heart of repentance, and you feel bad, you grieve, and you're just like, dang, okay, I'm going to have to repent, like, oh, wow, God, I really did this, I'm sorry, you know, you go into the full repenting, actually repenting, and not just, oh, God, forgive me, I know that I did this, I did that, and I'm, 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 I'm one of those, God, forgive me, I did this, I did that, I'm so sorry that I did this, God, just, you know, and God is like, girl, um, you gotta really mean it. You gotta really, you have to get to that place where you're just like, okay, God, for real, I am so sorry that I said it about your daughter. I am so sorry for being envious. I am so sorry for just doing things that I knew that I was not supposed to do. So, God, just forgive me. And I continue to work on me, continue to instill the power in me to move on, to keep going. You know what I'm saying? You have to talk to God like that. You gotta really come from the a heart of repentance so conviction is not bad like be glad that you're getting convicted because if you didn't feel no type of way then something's wrong the spirit the whole spirit's not speaking to you he's not moving if you don't feel the type of way something's wrong so be glad that you got convicted be glad that god said yeah uh repent like you've been doing it i still love you but i need you to own up to your your sin own up to your what you did your faults so even more he just kept talking i said oh this is like really for me like I'm that person. You you try to tell me something. I'm like, oh, no. I got this. And it comes from a place where back in my younger days, um, I used to see people that think that I was dumb still to this day. So people tell me, like, little stuff or when people tell me, like, little stuff or little things like that and, oh, um, or they try to help me, I'm like, you trying to say that I'm dumb. And <laughs> I always had a comeback. And Pastor, Pastor Mike was saying, um, sometimes you gotta be teachable. You gotta just shut up and take it. Like, be quiet. So that's what God has been working on with me. And he's been like, so he tell me, Bree, be quiet and just receive it. Even if you know that person is wrong. If you know that person is, just be quiet and receive it. Just take it in. Even if you want to say something, don't. So that but that means then you have to be spirit led and not flesh led. And that's what he was talking about. You have to choose to walk in that peace. You have to choose to go with the spirit and the only way you can be able to hear the spirit of god and to be able to you know not get distracted and hear his voice 
is if you grow a relationship with him and you start to know who he is and start to learn who he is. It's the only way. And I promise y'all, it works because even though I was sitting there saying, well, I can't hear from God. And I'm like, you know what? I can't do that because I do. Because there's been times where I'd be like, mm, who child? And I'd be going, I, I can see the arguments in the view and I'd be like, God or the, the Holy Spirit just be like, be quiet. Just say, okay. Just take it in. And it's been hard because I be wanting to slap some people. And it's been, like, for real, I, my flesh, I be wanting to war with the flesh. And we're not supposed to do that. I be ready to go off. I be ready to fight. I be ready to call, cuss you out. And I'm re- I be ready to do I be ready to do all that because guess what? You ain't finna talk to me any kind of that's, that's me. You ain't finna talk to me any kind of way. You're not finna go slashing back and forth. And, no, that ain't, nah. So, yeah, and I just be like, yeah, so God was like, um, yeah, Bree, I need you to repent. And after he kept talking and basically saying um, a couple of stuff, hold on, y'all, let me go to my notes. So, so basically from the notes i wish i had scripture i was just so into the word that i couldn't even really write it down i was just just convicted i was just like oh man but i didn't feel like bad though i was like okay yeah i did it okay let's move on like let's try to attack it i need to know that i need to attack it now so his notes basically saying you have to die you this is me this is what god was speaking to me when i was typing my notes you have to die to your flesh every day you go and you say god i submit my flesh unto you God, I submit my flesh to you. And that is when your flesh begins to die. Um, and um, you also have to die. You have to die to the spirit of pride. Um, the spirit of, you know, all that envy and stuff like that. You have to be grateful for what you have. And um, I think it's a scripture that I was looking at. Because, you know, I... I always got to have scripture. So the scripture that I was looking at. find it so bear with me Second Corinthians seven nine ten says, As it is, I rejoice not because you were grieved, but because you were grieving to repenting, for you felt a godly grief, so that you suffered no loss through us. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. So I've been convicted this whole week, this whole shaky week, and I didn't regret any of it. Like I didn't regret it. Like you know, sometimes you get you get hurt and you get convicted, worldly convicted, and you just like, dang, but you regret, like, dang, I regret doing that, but no, like, I didn't regret it, I went up there, and, and they start, he's like, if you need to be prayer, 
mm-hmm. you be prayed for like hey i want to be dedicate my life or some things that i need to go in agreement on at first i was gonna sit there and just be like no i don't need prayer like i'm gonna just stay in the back because um god was telling me um you know I, I was still stuck on where I, you know, I got the authority to do it myself, so maybe I don't need to go there. The Holy Spirit said, go. So I said, you know what? I got up, <laughs> and I jumped, and I went. I said, you know what? Okay, go, go. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I just said, I'm going to rededicate my life. And, you know, um, the lady was saying, um, we thank you. She said, she's like, we thank you that you're going to show her that she needs to be content with where you have. And where you have her is where she needs to be. And that's what I've been really struggling with. Um, so my message, and I just really want to talk about my shaky week, but my message to everybody today, I really don't really have a good thing, to, uh, like a lot of things, like I ain't coming with no preachy word, but it's just this, don't be content with where God has you. Um, stop comparing yourself to other people. <laughs> That's me. God speaking to me. And, um, but I'm speaking to whoever else is going through this. Um, I compare my, I used to compare myself to people and be like, oh, well, God, they up here and I'm back here. They more righteous than I I am it's just like it's no 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 it's like no they on their own path you over here and I got you where I need you to be and right now God has me at a stage where I'm learning him um I'm with him just he wants me just with him only to get to know him to learn him to be in his presence to be to commune with him to just he wants me to go to the basics and just learning who he is and and right now he's not calling me to always just be you know, bring the Bible daily. He sometimes he just wants me to commune with him, talk to him, worship with him, just talk to him daily. He just wants me with him right now. And he was like, I need you to be content in that place. Like I don't, I don't want you over here. And if I needed you over there, I'll have you. I don't need you over here and being in leadership because I don't want you. I don't need you in leadership right now. I don't need you. I need you to stay right here where I want you. And I need you to get to know me. And then, baby, once I get to know me and know who I really am and know that I am not the guy that religion has taught about or religion has taught you that what God I am to be then then we're gonna start moving we're gonna start making some things shaking things are gonna start happening so I'm saying this to whoever be content in where you are don't compare yourself to other people because with with blessings comes burdens as well so if you think that person over there oh man dang they finally got a house they finally got a car they finally got this then that, that dang god why am i right not there oh god why am i not in that why you don't have me on stage singing why you ain't got me preaching and a lot comes with that a lot comes with people just see the outside with leadership or the outside with just oh god busting them with new jobs and new things and new stuff and it's like but even with leadership it takes a lot because you're not like the pastor said pastor mike he talked about it you're not just doing it for a title you're not just doing it because you can't be a leader if nobody ain't gonna follow you and that was that guy was like dang that's deep um can't be a leader if you ain't got no followers ain't nobody following you nobody's gonna come to you you can't be when he just saying it takes a lot to lead you get a lot of you know not backlash but you get um you have to be able to be teachable you have to be in a position to receive the teaching and i know for right now i'm not so i have to be in the spot where i receive teaching from other people and allow other people's you know when they're trying to talk to me and let me learn certain things i have to be in a position to be able to receive that and right now i'm not and and it's okay but i'm going to be and god is currently working on me with that and it's not you know it takes a lot every something every a lot comes with a title or a lot comes with a new 
you know position or a new thing so i you know god was just saying like i need you to be content and i'm working on that be content with where i have you be glad that i don't have you there right now because i can't put you on the forefront i can't put you in, in the battle if you're not ready if you can't shoot if you're not ready to go to war if you're still a baby in these streets like i can't have you doing i can't put you on my front but i'm going to if you just keep staying with me i can't do that because i don't want you to die prematurely and he's speaking to me right now this is not me saying this he's saying i don't want you to die prematurely i can't put you out there in the forefront i can't send you unprepared i can't send you out there into the battle zone for me if you are premature i can't do that i can't do that when you're still a baby in christ you're still a baby in me you're still there I cannot do that right now. That is basically he's telling me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, and that's I'm talking to whoever. Don't be content with where you are. Be content. If God has you where you need to be, don't let other people's opinions come in and say, "But God called you to be this." Okay, and if God wants you to be there, He will have you there. Unless it's just Him, just really knocking on your door and say, "Okay, I need you to be here," but you okay? Yeah, <laughs> but in this case, God's telling me to be content. And he's keep saying, yeah, you need to be content. I need you to work on some things in you. Like, you got to be able to be teachable. And it's like, and even when the Holy Spirit, when he was talking about being a teachable, even the Holy Spirit speaking to me, he's like, Bree, how can I talk to you? How can I teach you if you can't accept nothing from the from a human? Like, you can't say nothing to nobody else from a human. How are you going to think you're going to learn from me if you can't even take it from my child? Like, how you think you're going to learn from the person that's giving it to my child? How you think you're going to learn from me? How you think you're going to follow instructions? And I was like, it, hurt, it hit me, it convicted me deep. Like, you you can't even listen to somebody coming to tell you something or you always got something to say. You're ready to go go at it and be like, and ready to be offensive and have the spirit of offense. And how, but you, you, how can you do that and then expect to hear from me, expect to me to give you instructions if you can't do that? I got to get you there first. I got to be able for you to take and be teachable so that I can teach you. You can't, I can't, I can't have an teachable person. And, you know, so yeah, he convicted me. Conviction is good. Like conviction is not bad. It's not a bad thing because conviction is good. Condemnation is not like he's not, he's not condemning you. He's not condemning you and shaming you for your sin. He's just basically saying like, yeah. That's what you were doing, but I'm not going to condemn you that because I still love you and I want you to change and I'm not going to wrath for you. I'm not going to put a wrath on you, but it is consequences for your sins. I do say that. I do. I do say that is consequences for what you do. It's a consequence for everything. But God is saying, I'm not going to condemn you for that. I'm not going to, you know, shout you, not you know, give you a wrath or, you know, just look down on you and turn my back on you because you went and had sex with somebody. No, no, I'm not going to do that. But you did do it. And I'm going to, you know, move conviction onto your heart where you're going to repentance. And, okay, we did that. Let's figure this out and keep moving forward. And, you know, that's really all I have to say. That's really about my week. Um, I'm going to pray out. And I'm letting the Holy Spirit lead. And whatever he has to say, I'm going to let him say. <sighs> Dear Heavenly Father, yes. Yes, I feel you. Yes. Whew. We just thank you yet, God, for another day. Um, we thank you for allowing us to be here. Thank you for allowing people to hear whoever wanted to hear. And whoever um, needs to hear this message, let that message be spread unto them. And let this message, you know, be heard to them. Whoever needs to hear it, God. Um, and thank you for waking us up another day. We thank you for allowing us to breathe, talk, hear, see, and feel the things that we take for granted every day. We, we thank you for that. And we thank you for conviction. 
we thank you for you shaking us up for we know that if you were not doing anything to us that you basically you were not listening to us you were not you know the, you know you weren't um speaking to us you know and something's blocking you from getting away and so i thank you for the conviction i thank you for the shaky week for if not if i not didn't ha have that shaky week i would not have been able to get my breakthrough i would not have been able to walk into my freedom i would not have been able to break through from my past so god i thank you for allowing me to be convicted in some areas and lord god i thank you for the change that is about to come lord i thank you that you have put me in the spot and thank you god that you will give me the desire to be content god i ask you to be the desire to give everybody content whoever's listening to this and whoever needs to hear this god we thank you for the places that you have us and allow us give us the desire to be content and to know that you love us despite all of our sins and that when you look at us you do not see our sin but you see jesus that you delight in us because greater is he that is in me than he is in the world so that you are inside of me you delight inside you look you delight in me you don't see my sin so god we thank you for not looking at our sin but looking at us as a person and seeing jesus and just seeing us as a person so god i thank you for allowing me to walk into my freedom i thank you for allowing me to whoever listens my listeners are listening a lot allow them to walk into their freedom that there is no condemnation in you that the enemy cannot have his way in whatever voices whatever spirits is speaking to you speaking to anybody in your family speaking to your mind we arrest those spirits right now in the name of the father son and the holy spirit in the name of jesus we arrest those spirits right now oh god and we send them back to the feet of you oh god we send them to the to the devil's jail to the demon jail we send them back to the pits of hell we send them back to the feet of you oh god because at the name of jesus something happens demons triple something happens a shift in the atmosphere change because when we call on the name of jesus you are begging for it you are pleading for us when you are calling on the name of jesus the things that you have been worrying about begins to break when you call on the name of jesus that spirit of anxiety begins to break that spirit of lack of prosperity begins to break that spirit of fear begins to break something happens in the supernatural something that is happening in the supernatural when you call on the name of jesus something is being worked out chains are being broken when you call on the name of jesus because so, jesus Jesus is a, the most magic, magical, the majesty, can't, sorry God, the majesty name is something powerful. That name is powerful. So in the name of Jesus, I call forth every demon, every spirit that is trying to um, abrupt my life or my listener reviews. We arrest them right now, oh God. And we call forth the spirit of peace. We call forth the spirit of prosperity that they shall long, no longer lack anymore in wisdom and financially, God. And allow them to be content with you, oh God. Allow them to just commune with you and be with you, oh God. We thank you for the position that I have in me, God. And I thank you for just uh, putting people in my life that are meant to be there and giving me spiritual guidance, oh God. And we thank you for everything. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen.